Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. Moadim Simcha. It's Erev Yom Tov. And this is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Got you, got 
Shana 
J.M. in the A.M., a Tuesday morning broadcast. Erev Yom Tov here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. It is a Dayenu done by Ben-Zion Schenker. Before that, Piamenta with Az Yashir. Manishtana, a Chaim Banet selection. You heard both Betsy Stroll and Chad Gadja from the Pesach Favorite Songs album. DJ Farbreng, who's a uh, recent addition to our playlist with Pesach Upmix. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday. It's Cholamoid, Moadim Lusimcha. Good Moed, everybody. On this, the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Today is the fourth day of Cholamoid in Chutzlar. It's the fifth day where we are in the Holy Land. And it is Erev Shvi Shal Pesach. Tonight begins the final day in Israel and the final two days outside of Israel of the holiday of Pesach. Candle lighting in New York, 710. Again, candle lighting in New York, 710. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Where we are, we're going to light candles at 630 in Jerusalem. Again, 630 candle lighting in Jerusalem. And again, wherever you might be, make sure you know 
when candlelighting takes place. I have to thank our very, very gracious, generous, and hospitable hosts. They are, of course, uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal and her wonderful husband, Rabbi Yigal Segal. It is a very, very inconvenient time to have a radio show being broadcast from your dining room right before Yuntif. I mean, you talk about places uh, that really don't need a radio show being broadcast from uh, from where they are, Erev Yuntif, and I would say someone's dining room as they're getting ready for the Chag is uh, a prime example. So to the Siegel family here in Jerusalem, I say thank you. They always come through, even in emergencies like this. Normally, or I would say uh, expectedly, we were supposed to be on the mere Peset. We were supposed to be on the porch. But uh, nobody told that to the weather forecasters. And the Jerusalem, like many other parts of Israel, has had plenty of rain, thank God, over the last day and a half. Uh, yesterday, Monday, was a pretty rainy day, at least Monday afternoon. And then uh, overnight, we had some rain in this area, and it continues to drizzle and rain in this area. And again, that's a good thing, because after all, you can't complain about rain when you're in Israel or talking about rain in Israel. Uh, so that's all wonderful, but it did create a situation where the Siegel family was complete, not our family, meaning the those who we are uh, uh, inconveniencing um, where we became a, uh, uh, a, uh, a difficult um, piece of their schedule to juggle today because we're not being able uh, to do the radio broadcast outdoors. So a big thank you to them. Also a big thank you to Shalva and Yosef Siegel, my niece and nephew who are here. They are in the Holy Land along with Kobe and Tamar. And Kobe and Tamar have made a commitment to stay as quiet as possible during this broadcast. But I want to tell you something. As I said to their mother, as far as I'm concerned, they could cry and scream and shout and yell as much as they want <laughs> during today's show between now and 9 a.m. We also have a special guest who's here with his grandfather, who we are now related to. We're related to both these gentlemen now. Uh, many of you may recall uh, a, a few months ago we introduced Moshe Pilachowski of Mitzpah Yericho, who goes to school in Jerusalem, to this audience. And we're live, by the way. We're live on an era of Yom Tov. And Moshe Pilachowski, we tried to find uh, a space, a time, a slot, where we could get him in before the Chag, before he has to leave Jerusalem and head to where he's going to be spending uh, the last day of Pesach. And uh, he uh, was able to make it on over here to our mobile studio. Moshe Pilachowski, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, I should turn on your microphone. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. Um, let's do a little bit of a review. Look, as you know, you're a resident of Israel. You're a caring, you're a caring member of the Jewish people who lives in Israel. So as you know, it's been a very up and down week during this Pesach week. I'm going to ask you to help me with some of the ups. Let's tell the people in this audience some of the wonderful things that have been going on in Jerusalem and in Israel over the last few days. We'll start, if it's okay with you, we'll start with uh, the big Ufruf celebration. Your new brother-in-law, Yoshua, had an Ufruf right here in Jerusalem. What did you think of that special Shabbat? Well, I got I before this um, the Ufruf, I didn't really know any of the Siegel family except for um, the um, Nachum, you and your wife and Yoshua. I didn't really meet anybody else. I saw them on pictures, not really met them. And that job, I got to meet the whole family and actually know them before the wedding. It was a really wonderful Ufruf um, and everything. It was a very nice Shabbat. We had an opportunity to spend time together, as you say, and that was really the beginning of the big celebration because the next day. The next day was one of these Baruch Hashem grand and incredible days here in Israel. 
in Beit Shemesh, the wedding of Tamima Pilichowski, who you know very well, your sister, to our son Yehoshua. Uh, is there even a way, I mean, I tried the other day when I was live on the air, is there even a way to describe the wedding, how amazing it was, and how incredibly fun it was? How, from your perspective, what would you tell people around the world about the wedding? It was a very, like, loving wedding. Everyone, like, we just, like, clicked. Uh, both families that loved each other were just, like, having fun together. We both loved the, the wedding. We had a lot of fun together, and it was just an amazing wedding. Baruch Hashem, it certainly was. It was a, a great celebration. Then from there, we moved on to some Shever Brachas, right? We actually had the uh, first Shever Brachas uh, Monday night in Mitzpah Yericho. And by the way, for those who've been paying attention to the conversations that you and I have been having on the air, ironically, it was that world-renowned Makolet in Mitzpah Yericho who catered the Shever Brachas, right? Yes. That was something. What do you think of the food? Um, it was, it was good. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, they did. <laughs> okay. Everyone, your family loved it. They, I don't, I've never heard any of your family, um, ever complain, which is really annoying because, because the food wasn't that good, but it was, it was pretty good. Okay. Maybe, maybe you have higher standards because Israeli food, you know, you're used to it. You expect only the best. We we have it very rarely, as you as you yes. know. I, I like I was eating half um, like this meal rabbit. It's called a ton of meat. Yeah. And Gabriel was sitting next to me. I'm like, oh, this is not good. It has like liver and stuff. And Gabriel's like, oh, that's amazing. And he's uh, so he goes get one and he eats it. And he's like, it's really good. I'm like, no, it's not. I don't like it. <laughs> well, at least he did. Thank God. Yes, he did. By the way, speaking of Gavri, maybe we should take this opportunity. To wish him a very happy birthday. It's a big day for Gavri Siegel. Yes. Gavri turns 18 today. There you go. So a big happy birthday. Um, maybe Is there anywhere I can find the Kushla Pesach birthday cake? Do they make those in Israel? You don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know where you can get no. those. The Makola would not have any. No. No way. They're closed no. today. I, I don't know if they're closed. They might be open. But they're just serving like drinks and basics, yeah. right? Yeah, like snacks and stuff. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Then the next night, the next night we were in Efrat for another Shever Brachas, which was really nice. I hope your sister told you how wonderful a night that was. That was really beautiful. And then Wednesday night, Wednesday night, turned out to be a pretty long evening. Do you remember this? Turned out to be a pretty long night last Wednesday night. What was last Wednesday night in Mitzvah Yericho? Was it Seder night by any chance? Last Wednesday night was Seder, yes. How would you tell this audience about how incredible Seder night was in Mitzpah We had all, almost all the seagulls over. We had everybody over, almost, except for Binyamin. He stayed. Um, so we had them all over. We had Seder. We had an amazing time. And it was a perfect time. We, all had, we had fun together. It was very long, very late. My dad likes to, you know, eat eat, eat in, like, um, at, like, on the, on the late side? Yes. Finished at like 1 a.m. Yeah, I don't think the Seder finished 1 a.m., but I think the Afi Komen finished just before that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was a really special night. Again, as you say, with the families together. Plus, we were there, of course, uh, to celebrate on uh, on Thursday, the first day of Yontif. And uh, since then, has your Chag been really nice? Has everything had Shabbos Cholamoyed? Was that nice? It was amazing. It was actually really beautiful. We stayed at my uh, my my aunt's um, house. We stayed there because my Sab is a little sick, and we wanted to spend some time with him. So nice. we stayed there with cousins and everybody. Yeah. 
And the last couple of days, I mean, for those who follow you on social media, they know that you had a horseback riding trip. Yes. That seemed like fun. It looked like from the pictures that you were in charge of the, what we call the mangal, the barbecue, that you were the man coordinating everything. (laughs) Yes, I did barbecue. And did you do a good job? People were happy with the food? Yes. What did Yoshua say? Do you know what his reviews were? Yoshua said it was really good. He was happy about it. Okay, good. He is the chassan after all. We have to make sure he's happy. Yes. And uh, and here we are today. It's Erev Chag. It's Erev Yantif. What a an amazing stretch it's been over the, the last eight, nine days that you and I just described together. It's been amazing. Yes, it has. And uh, this is it. Tomorrow the Chag ends here in Israel, and uh, then it's back to, I guess, back to normal, right? Yeah. Is it, uh, is it um, do you wait a few days before you go back to school? Do you go back to school right away? What happens? There's like a couple more days, like two or three days of like vacation, and then we go back. So basically Sunday you'll be back in school. Yes. And that's it. The party's over, as they say. Yes. Although graduation is soon coming. Graduation is very close. Do we have the exact date yet? No. We don't know yet. No. <laughs> Sometime in the next few weeks. Yes. Baruch <laughs> Hashem. Uh, and that'll be it. Then it's off to high school. Yes. All right. First vacation. Very important. All right. Um, so that's the story. Moshe Pilachowski joining me with a little bit of a review of what's been an incredible run for our families. Is your family tuned in? you have any idea if they're listening right I now? think so. I'm pretty sure. I hope so. That would be something if they missed it. And do you hear all the wonderful sounds in the background? Do you hear all the, all the wonderful children of Jerusalem who are, who are so happy and so glad that Yontem's about to start? Isn't yes. that a lovely sound? Beautiful. And then, of course, Moshe, as you and I alluded to just a few minutes ago, it's been a little bit of a rough week. For Am Yisrael, yes. a little bit of a rough week for the nation of Israel. Um, I always like to say that the the collective Jewish heart uh, really feels the agony around the world when things like this happen. But when you're here, and you know this because you're basically here all the time, when you're here, and this goes for us as well, it is unbelievable to see and to experience the pain that everybody's going through here. So isn't it ironic? We have all this simcha between the wedding and Pesach, and yet this terrible tragedy is just one of a series of tragedies that have happened recently in Israel. Any thoughts about this, or what do you think? You're always going to have obstacles on the way, but there's some, there's a way to deal with it, and you need to deal with it in the right time, and sometimes you just don't think about it so you can have a good time. Like before the wedding, you shouldn't think about stuff like this. You just think about having fun and a good time. Oh, I hear that. And Baruch Hashem that we're able to do that and we're able to celebrate together. Uh, but just, uh, you know, you, you, you think about the family and things that people are going through, and it's... Uh, not easy. It is not easy, that's for sure. The whole community that uh, in Efrat and so many other areas of Israel that are suffering at this time. And of course, uh, like, like I say, our collective Jewish heart aches for everybody in situations like that. We're here on an Erev Chag. It is the seventh day of Pesach tonight with candle lighting in Yerushalayim at 6.30. Do we know when candle lighting is in Mitzvah Yericho? Is it a little bit after that? Oh, I think a little bit before. I'm not really sure. All right. I'm sure you'll find out. And things will start at the appropriate time. In New York, you ready for this? In New York, candle lighting at 710. 710, wow. On this of Boy, oh boy. And uh, today is, of course, the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. We hope everybody out there is uh, caught up. And again, today is day number five in the counting of the Omer. Isru Chag happening Thursday in Israel. Friday with our good friend Mayor Fertig in the United States. Now, as usual, I think this is a tradition. You could correct me if I'm wrong. As usual, your wonderful grandfather, who we know for longer than I or he wants to ever admit, accompanied you to our mobile studio today. Yes. How amazing is it to spend time on an Erev Chag with your grandfather? Words just can't describe it. It's amazing. 
and you get to hang out together, and you're both living in Israel, which must make it even more special. Yes. And he was with us for the Chag, which was beautiful. Yes. And look at this. You're, you're traveling together to different... What's your, when's your next radio stop? Is there another show you're going to after this? Or are, no. are we the last ones? The last ones. <laughs> this is it. You saved us for right before the Chag. Anyway, so take this opportunity, please. Or I should say, I'm going to take this opportunity uh, to wish your grandparents and your parents and all your siblings and the entire extended Pilachowski Siegel family a Chag Sameach, a wonderful Chag, and let us continue to enjoy all the celebrating, all the wonderful happiness that our families are now experiencing. Thank you. When's the next time you're going to be on the air? I don't know. When's the next time you're coming to if Israel? If I come back for Israel 75, then we'll try to get you. If you can get out of school. I know you have trouble sometimes, you know, navigating that. Well, I can if, get out of school if, ever. If you're able to get out of class, then maybe I'll see you. If not, then I'll, I'll be in touch and we'll figure it out. Yes. Don't want to miss the opportunity. Thank you, Moshe Chaksameh. Chaksameh. Moshe Pilachowski, one of the uh, one of the guests in Israel that we love to get on the air at any opportunity, frankly. More coming up. It's a Tuesday. It's Erev Yontovich, JM in the AM. Shalom. Sure. 
Shalom. 
Diaspora Yeshiva Band with Lois Avosenu. 
You did your Zev Naiman. Mazel tov to you. You did your Zev Naiman. Just celebrated his bar mitzvah yesterday. And we, because of this amazing and incredible trip, we had the opportunity to be there. Along with the entire Naiman family, the Siegel family, Rabbanit Rifka and Rabbi Yigal Siegel. Uh, the wonderful Stacy Siegel was there. Uncle Yosef was there with uh, Aunt Shalva. They were at the big event. Cousin Gavri was there. A, a big, big mazel tov to Yedidya Zev Naiman, who um, did a great job on Ka'ela, right? He, he, he nailed the Ka'ela. Everyone's concerned always on Pesach. Could the guy nail the Ka'ela? <laughs> and um, and uh, celebrated along with a group of friends that were really fun. It was a nice bar mitzvah. They, they knew how to dance up a storm. And we were very creative doing it as well. And that happened to HF. For those of you who are going to ask me next week, where did all this happen? What was going on? You went here to there and all these wonderful events. That happened at Beit Shemesh in the beautiful synagogue in Beit Shemesh. So Mazal Tov to Yedidya Zev Naiman from all of us here at JM in the AM. Erev Yom Tov with candle lighting at 710 in New York. Make sure you know when things start where you are. We're live in Jerusalem. This will be essentially our final show from Jerusalem for this period of time. Mayor Fertig is going to be uh, hosting on Friday, Isruchag in the Galut, outside of Israel. And um, my plan is to be in one of our studios in the United States on Monday morning. That's the plan. To be, to be in one of those studios on Monday morning. Well, Tamar Siegel has a lot to say today, I see. We should get her on the air and see what she has to tell us about being in Jerusalem for the Chag. Rabbi Yigal Siegel's holding a microphone. Mazal Tov on your grandson's bar mitzvah that just took place yesterday. Thank you very much for announcing it. I'm glad I found out. Also, also how does one thank a, um, uh, how does one thank leaders of a family, of a household, who lend their dining room on Erev Yom Tov for a radio show, and there's a million other things that need to be done. How does one thank someone like that? The list is too long <laughs> for the time that we have left on the air today. In other words, <laughs> in other words, I've gotten myself into a heap of trouble. Not trouble, no, just, yeah. <laughs> but list, I thank you. List. I thank you, and the Rabbanit Rivka Segal. It's really the Rabbanit who... Uh, oh, has believe to be me, I'm giving 99% of the credit to the Rabbanit. That I can tell you. Well, I don't know about 99%. But. <laughs> and speaking of which, um, um, speaking of Rabbanit uh, Rivka Segal, uh, what are we up to in terms of the Living Tehillim? Have three volumes been released now? Is that where we're up to? Well, volumes one and four have been released, and I'm proud to announce that on uh, Sunday we will be receiving volume two, Woo! chapters 31 through 62. All right, so the third is about to be released. Yeah, it won't get to America for a few weeks because of, you know, travel Issues. travel restrictions. <laughs> Each book has to be masked before we put it on. <laughs> but, uh, no, Mir Tashem, uh, right, in fact, so, she's coming to America. So. All right, so let us, uh, you know what, we'll hang around, hang around, because I just want to do the news. No and problem. Then, yeah. <laughs> it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard. On listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web and AlchemSegal.com on the AlchemSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. All right, it's on the background. There are news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course, on this era of Yom Tov. Remember, no programming Wednesday and Thursday. That's uh, the holiday in Chutzlar. That's the holiday in the diaspora. 
Friday morning, Mayor Fertig wakes everybody up between 6 and 9 a.m. right here at JM in the AM. That's the plan. Galit Tal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov and Moadim Lusimcha from JM in the AM. גליצל שעה שתיים שלום רב באולפן ערן קורץ עם מה שקורה עכשיו. החל ההלווייתה של לאה לוסידי, זיכרונה לברכה, שנרצחה בפיגוע בבקעה בשישי האחרון. מאות התאספו בבית העלמין בכפר עציון ללוות אותה בדרכה האחרונה, לאחר שביום ראשון הובאו שתי בנותיה שנרצחו אף הן בפיגוע הקשה למנוחת עולמים. המשפחה החליטה לתרום את איבריה של לוסי להשתלות ובמבצע מיוחד בבית החולים בלינסון הושתלו האיברים בחולים שהמתינו זמן רב להשתלה. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו ישראל פישר. נמשכים החיפושים אחר שני הנעדרים אח ואחות מטבריה שנסחפו בשיטפונות אתמול בנחל ציחור מסוקי קרב, מסוקי חילוץ, רחפנים וכוחות רגליים, בהם עשרות לוחמים סורקים את תוואי הנחל. כתבנו בדרום רמי שני מציין שהצעירה שחולצה, חיילת משוחררת בת 21, נמצאה במרחק של כתשעה קילומטרים מהמקום בו נסחפה המכונית, והרכב עצמו נמצא במרחק של כשלוש מאות מטרים ממפגש הנחל עם כביש ארבעים. בתשאול ראשוני אמרה הצעירה כי נסחפה בזרם כשראשה מחוץ למים עד שהצליחה לתפוס ענף עבה אחזה בו עד שעוצמת הזרם שכחה וגובה המים ירד. גורמי ביטחון שווים ומבקשים מהציבור להישמע להנחיות להימנע מלהיכנס לתוך נחלים וערוצים על פי התחזיות השיטפונות יתחדשו ביממה הבאה. עשרות מפגינים חרדים שהגיעו למחות אתמול מול נציבות בתי הסוהר ברמלה ניסו לפרוץ את שער המתחם תוך כדי זריקת חפצים ואבנים. כוחות משטרה ותגבור שהוזעקו למקום פינו את המפגינים. במהלך האירוע תועד סוהר מכה מפגין ונסיבות העניין נמצאות בבדיקה. כתבתנו לענייני משטרה עדה שטייף מעדכנת כי המפגינים מחו נגד מעצרו של יהושע דדון החשוד בהצתת חנויות מכשירי סלולר במגזר החרדי. הרפורמה המשפטית בקואליציה קוראים למפלגות האופוזיציה לגלות איפוק בקשר לשיחות בבית הנשיא. בהודעה של הקואליציה נאמר, אנו באים לנהל משא ומתן בלב פתוח ונפש חפצה. אולטימטום והפרחת סיסמאות לתקשורת בהתחלת הדיונים לא ייצרו הסכמות. הקואליציה עומדת על זכותה לקדם רפורמה שתבטיח את השבת האיזון מול הרשות השופטת ולקידום ההגנה על זכויות אדם. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו הפוליטי יובל סגל. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית עם ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות והן נמוכות מהרגיל לעונה. הלילה החל לרדת גשם ברוב אזורי הארץ וילווה סופות רעמים יחידות. קיים חשש משיטפונות בנחלי הדרום והמזרח. אלה החדשות. One cannot really complain about rain in Israel, but you have to admit that we, this was unexpected, I guess, because of the... Uh, I think after Pesach, you're allowed to... After you stop saying Mashivaruch, Merda Geshem, you're allowed to uh, Oh, you could, you could express some... So go ahead now. <laughs> you could express some disappointment. That's Just in case I'm wrong, you go ahead. <laughs> I have to live here, so you go ahead. So you can express disappointment once you stop saying Mashivaruch, Merda Yeah, Geshem. especially after it was like 100 degrees on Sunday. Or I know. Yeah. That's what I don't get. You want to explain this, please? If I could, I would explain it. I'm sorry. It's called a uh, 
What's Steep decline in temperature. That's I mean, we're at 50 Fahrenheit in the 50s today, tomorrow in the 40s, mm-hmm. with rain in Israel. Mm-hmm. Even in the desert, according to... Uh, according to um, well, they have flash floods. In the Moshe Polachowski said that in Mitzvah Yericho there was rain. Oh, that's, really? That's the desert. They had flash floods in the news. They were just talking about some two people who were missing because of being washed away in a flash flood. I think it was near uh, Eilat, in fact. Oh, wow. <laughs> they... Now, if you're curious if this is going to be a recurring event when it comes to Pesach, mm-hmm. let me tell you that Seder night next year is on the 22nd of April. So, oh, I mean, goodness. come on. 22nd of April, there better not be rain. That's why, of course, I'm thinking about coming back. Because, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Really? Because uh, yeah. you have a better chance. <laughs> Says the guy who uh, was rained on in Yom Yerushalayim in May. Yeah, I wouldn't make any... Do me a favor. <laughs> In, in Chutzlaretz, right. in Chutzlaretz, Pesach next year, April 30th. Do you imagine? Could wow. A, a day later would have been May 1st. Do you remember Pesach ever going I'm wondering May? if Pesach ever ended May 1st. I'm wondering about it. But I'm not sure. I have to check it out. Anyway, that's the mundane news. The, um, you know, look, I don't have to tell you. You live here, so I don't have to tell you. And you also, thank God, Mazal Tov to... Uh, so you did Yezev Naaman, your grandson. So you also thank have had, thank God, between Yontif and the wedding and... Shever brachas. And shever brachas and hosting shever brachas, you and your wife Rifki. And Mostly o- Rifki again. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and all this, I mean, you've also had this tremendous high yeah. of Simcha over the last week, thank God. And you and I have been planning a lot of this for months. You and I have been discussing a lot of this for months. And then, of course, because the Jewish people have this incredible familial relationship um, the entire Jewish world, I'd like to think, has this familial relationship. When, when tragedy strikes and when the enemy decides to take our best from us, um, you know, the entire country, and I would say the entire Jewish world, frankly, suffers. I, I, honestly, I hope the entire Jewish world feels this way. I hope the collective Jewish heart is really in the pain that I'm describing uh, to everybody. And when you're here, obviously, this is not a knock on anybody who's not in Israel. I'm just saying that when you're here, I could say to my audience that the, the feeling is just unbelievable. The, the speeches, the eulogies that are non-eulogies, I know it's Chodesh Nisan and Pesach, but you know what I'm saying. The things that are said, the statements that are made, the feelings that are shared, and you're seeing a lot more of it, obviously. I know the social media and stuff, but you're seeing a lot more of it on TV, and people are obviously talking about it to a greater degree. And then you wonder when all this is going to stop. And you wonder why it happens. And in this situation, and there have been a lot of crazy situations, obviously, when it comes to, to terror attacks. But this situation where the mother lived for another couple of days after the daughters had been killed, that whole scenario was just you know, mind-boggling to an extent. And then I just read that five people were saved by organ donations from the from mother. From the mother, yeah. So balancing, yeah. there's so many things going on at once. Uh, throughout this entire episode, and it's, uh, you know, there's so many people in this audience who know people in Efrat, and they obviously were on the the front lines of all this, people, neighbors and friends who uh, knew the family and know the family very, very well. So you put it all together, and it's just everybody enjoying Yantif, appreciating the Chag, in our case, having this tremendous Simcha and joy, and at the same time, going through this terrible episode. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the feeling, and I think everybody's feeling it. I think everybody feels the uh, the ups and the downs on a constant basis, and especially in situations like this. 
I mean, for our family specifically, it was just such a high with the oh, yeah. wedding and Shevin Brachos and, and the Bar Mitzvah. So, yeah, that's a, it's a much more, it's a, it's a bigger feeling of, of that up and down feeling, as you put it. And uh, I tell you, the, um, the father and husband of the, uh, the victims, of the victims I mean, you know, I didn't hear him speak today. I assume he spoke today as well. Uh, yeah, I also was looking to see if he spoke today. <laughs> but his um, his uh, his speech on uh, on Sunday was unbelievable. I mean, it was just uh, and God f- gives strength to the Jewish people. That's the bottom line. I mean, uh, to be able to get up there and to say anything at all is to me is an unbelievable. Uh, right, but you have to admit that that in situations like this, there's a strength that the, the families have that. To us, seem unprecedented. Seem like you know, almost impossible to believe. Frankly, right? It really. I mean, this is again, you know, Miriam Parrott's type example that so many right. people, you know, always cite. And obviously, the mothers of the of the three kidnapped boys. And you can go through a million different episodes in our history of modern Israel of so many of these types of things that have happened. And then the response. You know, the response is not a violent response. The response is uh, one of solidarity, one of love. Even the Eviatar parade, as it was described on TV right. that was going on yesterday, was one of, you know, I, I don't even want to use the word defiance because I don't even know if that was the intent. It was more of one, of, I think, of brotherhood and, uh, and, and pride, national pride uh, that was going on there. So um, there you have it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to at least bring this to people who are, you know, numb to all of this. There are people around the world who just don't, you know, who can't relate to what our brothers and sisters in Israel go through every time something like this happens. So um, there you have it. And um, people always ask, what is our Jewish leadership doing about all this? I was watching the speech by the prime minister last night, and I'm getting to an age where I'm saying to myself, (laughs) you know, I always thought there was an answer. Now I'm saying to myself, I don't even know if there is an answer anymore. Uh, I don't know if there is anything that anybody you know can do when you have, you know, so many people out there who have one goal, and that's to to harm and to kill Jewish people. Right. And we just read. It was funny because yesterday you said to me when uh, <laughs> when they started playing it at the bar mitzvah, you said to me it's the national anthem of Israel. Shabda. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, you know, to an extent, it's the national anthem of the Jewish people. When you think about that's it, right, it is. <laughs> because in every generation. Not only do individuals want to harm Jews, but as we know, there are nations and countries now that who you know whose entire you know who, where where their biggest expense is figuring out ways uh, to you know destroy Israel. So mm-hmm. it's nothing new, um, and I don't know if there's an answer because, frankly, it just may be with us forever. Maybe one of those you know basic rules of life uh, that will simply well, ne- definitely never will go be with away. us. It will be with us forever until. No, I know, until, but. I, uh, the, the, yeah. right, no, I agree with you. But my point is that, like, someone was very frustrated today saying to me, what, why can't the prime minister do this and do that? And I'm saying, this, I get it that, you know, and, I, and I'm not discouraging acting, you know, the things that leaders should do in these situations, obviously. But I don't know if that's ever going to stop this, oh. these attempts and, and the uh, successes that the terrorists have when it comes to attacking Jews, you know. Um, we know from our own history that... Uh, you know, every time something happens, we, 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 we always assume, rightfully so, that it all comes from the one above. And I don't know if there's a way to change what seems to be a basic rule of Jewish existence at this point. But just what we're doing right now 
is emblematic of what's happening in the state of Israel right now. Everyone thinking about this and talking about it and just being confused by the whole thing and so sad by the entire thing. And the shiva hasn't even started yet. That's going to start Thursday. Right. So what's that week going to be like when you'll see people, you know, obviously, you know, trying to offer comfort to the family. So anyway. Yeah. Some of our thoughts, which I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about on this uh, era of Yom Tov. And, I mean, another thing, the fact that it's the third set of siblings that have been murdered in such, in such a short period of time has also given people a lot of pause as to exactly why that's happening, you know? Not that, you know, the, the deaths of, uh, no, of, of innocence sh- should not give people pause, that, you know, but just the fact that, uh, you know, two sets of brothers and one set of sisters have been murdered in the last few months is just... Uh, is something to consider as well, oh, what, no what the message is from this. And with the thousands of attacks over all the years, there have been families that have been killed. Right. But, but as you just pointed out, this, 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 specific, this specific category of siblings, that's why, frankly, when the mother was still alive and fighting for her life, it was, like, it was surreal that, you know, again, right. siblings and, and others were either injured or, or safe, you know. Uh, but unfortunately, she's passed on as well. Anyway, that's the story here in Israel. I don't want to take away from the Simchas Yom Tov because we are always obligated to uh, uh, continue the Simcha and uh, continue the joy of the incredible holiday. Obviously, Shiva, as we said, is postponed until Thursday, until um, Isru Chag. So we will certainly go into Yom Tov in the right spirit, but we couldn't possibly... Uh, do a show live from Yerushalayim and not express some of the things that are going on in everyone's hearts and minds uh, at this time. By the way, I didn't mention that, um, and again, it, it was so sad that uh, some of the events in Israel were actually canceled, especially in Yudan Shamron were actually canceled because the funerals right, yeah. were taking place. We, we went to visit Hebron. Now, Correct. we were happy that it was a smaller crowd than usual, but it was so sad that it was a smaller crowd than usual because the concert was canceled. And the event... Oh. And the and people obviously were planning on going to the funeral, and um, and I felt bad for the vendors who prepare like crazy, right. you know. But the ripple effect, the ripple effect of all these things that um, I'm sure that was countrywide, and uh, a lot I would of, assume so yeah. that a lot of things were canceled. Uh, either people felt logistically it wasn't proper to, to, you know, it was interesting. By the way, yesterday because uh, yesterday we went from Beit Shemesh to Yerushalayim for the first ten minutes of our journey, there was a lot of traffic. We got to a certain point, and we just flew to Yerushalayim. And I was wondering about that. Is it, is it, once people are on their Cholomoy trips, are some of the major roads cleared during the day and they just fill up again as people are coming back? Or it could be, you just never know what's going to happen. Well, now since they expanded the highway, it's gotten better. But I think probably where you got stuck in traffic was when you entered Highway 1 from Route 38. Correct. From- but after that, we flew. And that's what I was wondering about. I, th- all I, I thought you made a phone call. Because <laughs> every time, all I ever hear about, rightfully so, is the traffic on Cholomoy. Like, you know, it's, there's always going to be traffic on Cholomoy. Well, we, were, we took a bus home and yesterday, Rifki and I, and uh, there was hardly anyone on the bus also. Interesting. And we did have traffic because <laughs> I guess the phone call wore off by the time we got there. So it's not a matter <laughs> of, of conditions in the country. It's just that there... No, I think that if people knew that it was Gavriel Siegel's birthday, <laughs> that they would have uh, come out in droves to wish him happy birthday. But I guess they just didn't know at the time. So they played it close to the vest. <laughs> they were very low-key. But um, 
I mean, I don't, uh, today was the, the funeral was today this morning, I believe. I would assume so. So um, <coughs> we heard it on the news. I missed it, but uh, I would assume a bunch of people went there also. Oh, I'm sure. No, I was just wondering about the... Uh, no, but yesterday, you're right. I, I, also, the weather wasn't great yesterday. Right. But, Good uh, point. I know when I picked up Yosef and Shalva at the airport on Sunday that we were able to get a minion for Mincho on the side of the road. That's a classic Cholomoy uh, <laughs> activity. There's like always a guy you know, organizing Mincha Minyanim on the side of the road. <laughs> That's one of the ways you know you're in Israel, huh? <laughs> yes. We've experienced it more than once, thank God. Amazing. And you had an opportunity to spend uh, Yom Tov with uh, some of your children the first day, and now you have some of your children the last That's day. That's right. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. And and visitors from uh, from the uh, United States are also joining us. Really? Where where will you be, by the way? <laughs> I gotta find a place to eat tonight. <laughs> Happy birthday, Gabriel Siegel. Happy birthday, Gabriel Siegel. Everything all right? Everything all right? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the, <laughs> what the message is. I'm not sure. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. It's Erev Chag. We're in Jerusalem on this fourth day of Cholamoid in the diaspora, the fifth day of Cholamoid in uh, Israel. Today is day number five in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Again, today is day number five. What did you say? Is Joseph coming on? I couldn't figure out if he actually was going to join me on the air or not. Are you kidding? I'd love to put him on the air. By the way, before you leave, Yigal, before you leave, let's make it clear. <laughs> Those who want volume two of Living to Hillam, what should they do? Oh, um, uh, um, 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 well, should they email or like what should they do? Well, I haven't set up the website yet. To, I mean, the website, the webmaster hasn't set up the website yet to uh, accept orders because we're, we're waiting until another few weeks until the uh, books are available oh, okay, in America. Fine. But um, we will be um, announcing it soon through uh, the so JMDM right, family. So right now it's volume one and volume four. four. And, and volume that, two. And is that right. can people get it now? Livingtohillam.com. There you go. Two Living L's to- in Tehillim for those of you. One L in Living. Well, three in Living Tehillim. <laughs> <laughs> we really We're really going to confuse everybody. That's How many eyes are there? <laughs> oh, gosh. I didn't want to start. All right. So livingtohillam.com. Those who want Rabbanit Rivka Segal to speak in their community somewhere on this globe, what should they do? They should um, email you. They should, no, they should e- email R Siegel, R S E G A L, at livingtohillam.com. Nice. That's two L's in Tehillim. <laughs> How many L's in Siegel? <laughs> One L in Siegel. And it's S E G A L, by there the way. You go. I should I should have said that. <laughs> that's that's more of a well. Our listeners basically know that it's S E G A L. Maybe they don't know that we're related. Oh, that could be. My my grandson didn't know we were brothers. <laughs> that could be. All right, we have another special guest who we're going to introduce to everybody here in Jerusalem, and that is the one and only Yosef Siegel. Now, very hard to use the phrase "one and only" when it comes to Yosef Siegel, <laughs> since there are about thirty Yosef Siegels. Half of which we can name Yosef, wouldn't you say? At least half. Oh, that's a challenge. That would be a challenge. That would be a good, that's a good Pesach uh, Seder trivia. Very. And you sit down. I agree with that. That's a good Cholmite activity, actually. (laughs) So you and I are immediately related to a bunch of Yosef Siegels, you know, like your cousins, etc. But then second cousins and 
first cousin once removed. There's a million of them around. Well, of course, they? and then once you come to Israel, we have a lot more of them in Israel. Right. And it's actually very exciting for them, like, or for me, myself as well, when you meet a new one. It's like, okay, so where, where do we fit in in the tree? What number are you? We're developing oh, a club. because right? some of the next generation is also being named Yosef. Exactly. But even, no, but I'm saying like, it's also, you know, what age are you? Right. You know, so there's, there's a wide How wide long range have now. you been a Yosef? Exactly. So. <laughs> right. Now, you did something interesting. You spent the first part of the holiday in the United States, and now you're back in Jerusalem for the second part of the holiday. Yes, indeed. We were uh, lucky enough to spend the first days with my in-laws, uh, Rabbi David and Rena Foreman of Woodmere, New York. Um, we had a great time, and uh, then we, we were sorry to miss the wedding. We heard it was a great party. and uh, No other way to describe it. It was one big party. <laughs> that's what they tell us. That's it was what really they tell nice. us. Baruch Hashem. But yeah, no, Baruch Hashem, we're here to celebrate with you and the family, and of course, our family. Um, and uh, we came back, of course, for Yedid Yazav Naaman's Bar Mitzvah, right. and for the remainder of Pesach. That's your nephew. That's my nephew. Uh, and my that was yesterday. Nephew. Now, um, uh, let's just. Uh, let, what did you hear about the wedding? Did you hear one or two tidbits about the wedding of note? Uh, I don't know. Did you hear of any special guests who were there? Did you hear of uh, any special music that may have been there? What did you hear about the wedding? <laughs> I feel like I'm being fed lines. <laughs> well, over here. well I'm, try, I'm trying to get to the point the, <laughs> where we were the only wedding in Jewish history. I'm looking for the guy with the placards. Do you have a guy in the background over here? <laughs> the only guy in Jewish history had Minion Man playing at the wedding. That was the whole point. What can I tell you? Now, I'm sorry I missed that, by the way, because I've heard Lenny play that live, and that's always that's always a thrill. It was amazing, and the Hassan and Kahlo were very into it, to say the least. And then Lenny did one of his uh, other selections. Who I don't even know the official name of it, frankly. It starts with the words you sit right down. Uh, he did that. The, the Hassan had been requesting that for months and didn't think that it was actually going to be done, and we did it. It was just amazing. The whole thing was great. That's so fantastic. Yes. Uh, I know that it's very unusual for a Jewish wedding that the one tidbit that everyone's talking about is Minion Man. I get it, but hey. No, but I can tell you from the Siegel side. I can only speak from the Siegel side. I apologize. Uh, Moshe left too soon. I didn't get his side of the wedding. But from the Siegel side, I can tell you that all the first cousin Siegels were very excited that we had an excuse to get together. Right. It's been a, it's been a while since uh, all of the cousins were together at an event, and, and to be able to do it with a with family from America that's not always here was yeah. especially thrilling. Family was very thankful the wedding was in Israel. That's for sure. And I'll tell you one moment which I wish you would have been at, because it was overwhelming. At some point, someone decided that anybody from our side should get together for a picture. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yosef, I mean, they just kept coming and coming and coming. You can't imagine how many people had to fit into that picture. To the point where someone proposed, move everybody to a different area. I said, no, we're not, we're not trying to move anybody anywhere. We're going to take it here. We're going to take it here no matter what. And that included, obviously, people... In every generation. I mean, there were a lot of, of course, generations. Of course. If I can make this uh, even more personal for you, sure. I mean, your, your parents are both buried here. Right. And, you know, there's a concept to go and invite the deceased relatives right. before Which a wedding. Yeshua did. And this is the first time your family was able to do that. It's not right. your first wedding, but, but that right. must have been really special. I, I usually send your father to do that, so you're 100% <laughs> right. Yeshua was able to do that personally this time. So there you have it. Uh, so, okay. What is, I mean, we, we've talked about the ups and downs, but that's not what we're focusing on right now. What is life like here in Jerusalem? How privileged are you to live with your family in this holy city? I can't even describe it. You know, maybe the, maybe the greatest thing is that by the amount of time that I've already lived here, which amazingly is, is over half my life at this point, right. um, is, uh, is that how normal it is to be here, how, how, how accepted and, and what's the word, just uh, totally for granted. 
Um, and regardless of, of any, you know, any, any challenges that people might think about in terms of living in Israel and stuff like that, it, that's, that's, it's not even thought of as anything. You know, that's part of life. And, and honestly, the, the idea of being able to live in Jerusalem, um, you know, the holy city, um, is, is something that I can proudly say that I take for granted. It is, it is, so, it is so normal for me. It's so easy for me. It's so, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, people don't want to take things for granted, but, but, but there's something nice to being able to say, no, no, this is, this is where I live and this is, what's, this is what is mine. You know? Not a criticism at all or a, uh, or a um, maybe criticism is the wrong word, uh, not a judgment at all. Are you in a neighborhood where there are a majority English speakers, or you're in a neighborhood with a majority of, uh, of Israeli background? That's a good question. I'm, I'm looking at my wife. She usually knows the answers to Could these questions. Could it be questions. half and half? Could it be, like, pretty even? Um, we live in a very interesting neighborhood that was actually built right after the 67 war. It's called Givada Miftar. And they actually, a little historical anecdote over here, they offered um, uh, deals on the real estate to, to people who had fought in the war. So a lot of the older residents are actually uh, veterans of that war. Not just Israelis, but right? But, but like real, real people, Israelis, you know, yeah. Lochame Israel, right. um, and um, they're you know they're getting to an age where a lot of them are are passing on, um, and the neighborhood in general is becoming um, more religious and younger and stuff like that. And a lot of those people um, are English speakers. Um, but not necessarily so. So we are kind of in a half-and-half half situation. Yeah, you, have, where, you really have the best where, of both worlds. Where you meet somebody on the streets, depending on their age, actually, you can kind of guess if they speak English or not. That's, that's cool. kind of what it is. And you alluded to the fact, and of course I forgot, that you're already living in Israel for 18 years right? yes. as a permanent resident. Yeah. You're here 18 yeah. years. Do you remember what that transition was like, or looking back, it was no big deal? No, I remember the transition. Was it hard? I the it was hard, you know, and, and, and I wanted to be here. You know, I definitely wanted to be in Israel. I wanted to move to Israel. But whenever you move, you know, especially at an age like that, if you're moving to another city, let alone a different country, there's right. a lot of things that you have to get used to. Every, even if you're living in the same country, you move to a different city, there's a new culture and a new social, social scene and, and everything like that. So, of course, you know, there are challenges, um, to any sort of move of that nature. But I hope uh, I'm not uh, doing this wrong, but if, uh, if I'm calculating correctly, you were literally like in the middle of your teenage years, right? Yes, I was right. 15. Literally right in the middle. The age where many people would say that's the age not to go to Israel, <laughs> yeah, right? For sure, for sure. But, uh, but I, I wanted to come, and we were very excited to come, and, and Baruch Hashem, I have absolutely no regrets, and I never did at any point. I don't, cool. want, I don't want people to listen and think, oh, you know, a few years ago he probably wasn't happy and he got used to it. No, no, no. There was no point in time where I was, where I was uh, regretful right. for making that move. Would you have met Shalva if you were not in Israel? Or, you know, because I just went through a situation, as you know, with Tamim and Yeshua that seemed to be that God really does sit all day and think of ways to get people together <laughs> because that she showed up at Camp Misora and that, I mean, the whole thing, you know the story. Of course. What about you and your wife? So, you know, the funny thing is that we also have a situation like that where it's very clear that, that God, God put us in hard. continuous situations <laughs> and we both grew up in Baltimore. Oh, that's funny. We, we had no, uh, you know, we had no relationship with each other at all. Um, and then actually the year that that my family made Aliyah, Shalva's family actually came to spend a year in Israel. So we were together then as well in the same country without, again, you know, no relationship right. to each other. Um, and um, when we were finally introduced, we were introduced from a mutual acquaintance from Baltimore. And Shalva was visiting Israel with her family, and we went out here. So, 
so you know it's it, yeah god was definitely planning it for a long time and there was different places where we definitely could have met and the rest as they say is history Baruch Hashem. and a special shout out to kobe siegel hey kobe <laughs> and kobe by the way Turns four years old tomorrow night. Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night on what we call Achron Shal Pesach in the old country. That's correct. He turns four years old. And Tamar is how old? Tamar is seven and a half months. There you go. Hey, Tamar. She is our first uh, Israeli-born child. We were actually in the States for um, when Kobe was born. Tamar's looking at me like I'm out of my mind. <laughs> she, she might actually think that. She's a pretty smart kid. Well, a real pleasure to spend the Chag with Shalva and you and your family. Same here. And I've always felt that you and I have had a special relationship, Yosef. After all, you were a junior broadcaster years ago. So, so it's great to reunite in Jerusalem. Uh, it could have been. It could have been. <laughs> Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank Yo you very much. Yosef Siegel, folks. Don't try to figure out which one. Don't try to figure out which Yosef Siegel. But if you know a little bit about our family, he's the one who originally hails from Baltimore, Maryland. For our purposes, he'll always be Yose from Baltimore, even if he's in Jerusalem. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Tuesday morning, sixth day of Pesach broadcast, Erev Yom Tov, here at JM in the AM. <laughs> in the middle of this song and usually on Pesach night we sing the song really late and some of you fall asleep well now we're teaching you a new Chagadia so you can stay up all night long and then at the end you could sing two Chagadias the regular Chagadia and this new Chagadia isn't that a great idea? well come on everybody we're up to the third verse so get ready to sing along because you know what's going to happen now the music
That's a great song. Where'd you hear it? I spent a Shabbos in Liverpool, of course.
Words from the Haggadah with Avram Avram Freed. Before that, Adir Hu. Uh, also from the Haggadah. And we are uh, here in Jerusalem live from the Siegel Dining Room. That's where our mobile studio is today. Can you imagine? On this Tuesday, Erev Chag. It's Erev the seventh day of Pesach. Erev Shvi Shal Pesach. On this fourth day of Cholomoed in Israel, it's the fifth day of Cholomoed. It's also the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Candle lighting in Jerusalem, 6.30. Candle lighting in New York, 7.10. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Here it'll be a one-day yuntif. Wednesday, outside of Israel, it's a two-day yuntif. Wednesday and Thursday. Don't forget that Yisker is said tomorrow in Chutzlaretz. In the diaspora, Yisker is said on Thursday. So keep that in mind and get your Yisker candles, uh, Yartite candles ready. Um, on uh, Friday, what will be Isru Chag for everybody in uh, the diaspora, Mayor Fertig is going to be hosting between 6 and 9 a.m. Join him again Friday between 6 and 9 a.m. And uh, we will bench Rosh Chodesh is coming Shabbos as we start to uh, drift from from uh, Nissan into ER uh, as we stand here toward the end of this holiday of Pesach. Uh, so that's the story. We're live in Jerusalem. Rabbi Yudin, a half hour from now, with words about Shvi Shal Pesach and more. Um, so keep it right here at JM in the AM.
חסר סדר פסח כהלכוסוי. ככל משפטוי וחוקוסוי. כאשר זוכינו להסדרוויסוי, כהן נזכה לעשויסוי. חסר סידור פסח כהלכוסוי. ככל משפטוי וחוקוסוי. וכאשר זוכינו להסדרוי סוי, כהן נזכה לעשוי סוי. I סידור פסח כהלכוסוי, ככל משפוט אויבך וכוסוי, כאשר זוכינו לסדרוי סוי, כן נזכה לעשוי סוי.
Zevi Kaufman with Pischuli, and yes, I am enjoying some Haroses Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Can you imagine that flavor that we all spoke about in America last year, wondering what it tasted like, and we couldn't taste it because it was 6,000 miles away? I'm enjoying some right now on Erev Yom Tov, and, and those of you who are Haroses fans, you will be uh, enthralled if you get an opportunity to check out the Ben and Jerry's Haroses flavor. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSegal.com, on the NahumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. The Jerusalem Post describes it as follows. Hundreds of people gathered for the funeral of Lucy Leah D. in Kfar Etzion Tuesday afternoon, just two days after her daughters were buried at the cemetery. Lucy and her daughters, Maya and Rena, were murdered in a shooting attack near Hamra in the Jordan Valley on Friday. After extensive efforts to save her life at Adassa Medical Center, Lucy succumbed to her wounds on Monday. Residents of Efrat and Gush Etzion gathered with Israeli flags along the roads where the funeral procession passed. Lucy's daughter, Karen, eulogized her mother, saying, Yesterday, beside the grave of Maya and Rina, I closed my eyes and prayed that you would wake up so that we wouldn't need to go through this pain twice. My heart is already so full of pain, I am paralyzed by all the pain. To lose your mother is like losing your life. I don't want to move on. 
Everyone will move on and just as and just us will remain behind with this hole that cannot be filled. Even in a thousand words, I cannot summarize you, added Karen. Who will accompany me to the wedding canopy? I cannot return to routine. I cannot accept that it's over. I do not know how to end the eulogy because no matter how I end it, I will never succeed in fitting in everything. Five patients received life-saving organ transplants from Lucy on Tuesday. A 51-year-old woman received a heart, a 58-year-old woman a lung, a 25-year-old man a liver, a 58-year-old man and a 39-year-old uh, received kidney transplants. And as we said earlier, this is the um, aftermath of the passing of Lucy D. And the, uh, the murderer is now responsible for three murders of uh, outstanding members of our community from the city of Efrat, where if you look on our app, people are commenting how Efrat is um, trying to stay as strong as possible for themselves and for the family at this time. J.M. the AM at four minutes after the hour on this uh, Tuesday, Erev Yom Tov, candlelighting in New York, 710. Make sure you know when things start where you are. 630 here in Jerusalem again. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We will say Yisker outside of Israel on Thursday, in Israel tomorrow. And I remind you that Mayor Fertig is going to be doing an Isruchag edition of J.M. and the AM, and that's going to happen this coming Friday between 6 and 9 a.m. A special hello to listener Ralph, our dear chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, I noticed, is on the app commenting and tuned into JM in the AM. Um, he is uh, one of the people in our audience who is so fond of Israel, and I'm sure he's listening with great appreciation that we're bridging the gap between the Holy Land and the diaspora on this a uh, Tuesday morning as we get ready for Yom Tov, Shvi, Shal Pesach here in Israel, and the final days of Yom Tov around the world. Um, got a note from listener Sina. Listener Sina has provided for us uh, some birthday information. She writes, Mazel Tov to my Achron Shal Pesach present, Akiva Schreiber of Bayswater, who celebrates his birthday number 16 on the last day of Yom Tov. Akiva, 16 years? How on earth could this possibly be? I know it's cliche, but seriously, it seems like yesterday and your mother called with the wonderful news that you had arrived. Instead of putting away my Pesach things, I spent hours spreading the amazing news. I'm so, so proud of the young man you've become. Happy, happy birthday, which much love from Bubs. We know her, of course, as listeners, Sina, down in the Sunshine State. Wishing all of our amazing listeners a wonderful Chag, a great Yom Tov ahead. Ten minutes away from Rabbi Yudin, who's going to join us to discuss Shvi and Achron Shal Pesach, all on a Tuesday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM. Shame, Ekra. Mo, she blushed, 
Shame, 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 shame,
J.M. and the A.M. They call themselves the Haroses Choir with Chasal Sidor Pesach. Baruch Levine before that with Moa Shiv. You heard Pischuli from Zevi Kaufman. You're listening to J.M. the A.M. at a quarter after the hour. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Oh, thank you to people out there who are wishing Gavri a happy birthday. Uh, someone suggesting that Hagendaz Harosis needs to come to the United States. <laughs> uh, listener Morris is out there. Wishing everyone smachot and echag sameach. Thank you very much. And to everybody out there who's commenting and wishing us well, much appreciated. Mayor Fertig on Friday. We're here today on this era of Pesach, fifth day in the counting, era of Shvishal Pesach, fifth day in the counting of the Omer. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Again, you forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Candle lighting in New York, 710. Make sure you know when things start where you are. And Yisker is set on the eighth day of Pesach this coming Thursday. We say Yisker. This time each every Friday, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. Spiritual Leader Emeritus, Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, on a Tuesday, Erev Shvi Shal Pesach, Rabbi Yudin will speak with us about the upcoming holiday. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. Wow, we are about to embrace the last two days of Pesach. Before I go into the main miracle of Shavish of Pesach, the Shira Sayom, I'd like to first remind everybody that Motsoe Yom Tov, this Thursday night, one should abstain from using any chametz that they might have sold to their respective rav till after he finishes, number one, the uh, negotiation with the non-Jew. Second of all, I just want to use this opportunity as a very important one that even though there might be a little difference in some of the uh, pricing that your kosher store provides for you as opposed to the larger stores and ask your rub which ones sold their chametz. The bottom line is it's so important that we support our local vendors, our local 
ones that provide for us all year long, not just the food, but the environment. That's a very, very special point, and we should be grateful to them for this and try to support them to the best of our ability. Not to buy only those things that you can't get in ShopRite, Pathmark, etc. Okay, I'd like to... Ouch. I don't want to talk about the ending and closing of the Yom Tov, but I am going to tell you that in the Kriyasa Torah for Hashem, first day, meaning Shvi Shal Pesach, we are going to read the uh, beginning of Parshas Bishalach, and we read of Shiraz Hayom, the song the Jewish people sang upon their emerging from the sea. Mirz Hashem, we'll come back to that in a few moments. On the last day of Pesach, we read from Parshas Re'ei, the Moadim in Parshas Re'ei, and there, the Torah says regarding the last day of Pesach, the Torah says, "Oyom Hashvi Atzeres Lashem Elokecha Losasem Elocha." Now, the term Atzeres literally means a time to withdraw. What does that mean? To ponder, to think. We've now spent seven days, and what is the lesson that we're taking away from this? Yom Tov. So, if you look in the Sapurno, Yom Hashvi Atzeres, on that pasuk, Netzru, we gather together, Yisrael Yachdov Laavudas Hakel Yisborach. We focus on Hashem. V'shira Lo Shira, they sang song on Shvi Shal Chagamatzos. Therefore, Nikdash Oso Hayom. Because our ancestors took the initiative and they sang Shira, a form of Hallel to Hashem, therefore the day became holy. Man can put into nature the ability to bring about holiness, and therefore of Losase Malocha, for were not for this, Lohoyashvi, Kadosh Klau, were it not for this that we responded with the Shira, which we'll talk about in a moment, like the seventh day of Sukkos, Hoshana Rabbah, Shina Shvi Shalom, Mikra Kodesh, Hoshana Rabbah is not a Mikra Kodesh. The last day, as we know, is a separate Yom Tov of Shemini Atzeres. So, what gives the character, according to the Sephorno, is the Shira of this day. Now, I'd like to share with you what I call a delicious base Halevi who talks number one in Parshas Vayigash when Yaakov Avinu is on his way down to Mitzrayim. So Hashem says to him, Oh my goodness, Yaakov, I know you're afraid, but I want to tell you, Yaakov, that number one, just there, counterintuitive, in Mitzrayim, in a place which is most debased, immorality, uh, idolatry, just there, there's going to be a great nation emerging. And on the Pasuk, 
And Hashem says to Yaakov Avinu, Anochi ereidim ko Mitzrayma. I will go down with you to Egypt. Vyanochi a'alcha gamalo. And I will also come up with you. So what does that mean? It means, don't worry, Hashem is going to be with us even when we are in exile. But a little bit deeper, says the Beis HaLevi, whoa, the Beis HaLevi says that Hashem gave Yaakov Avinu a a promise that he would never change Teva, he would never change nature, except for the Yeshua, for the benefit of saving Klal Yisrael. Amazing. No other nation says, well, in your situation, God kept the sun in its place, right? Shemesh Begivon Dom. Yeshua says, Shemesh over Gimel, the sun over Gibbon, be silent. What does that mean? That as the, we had it first, as the sun traverses the sky, there's a quote, whistle while you work. What does that mean? The sun is praising Hashem. In order to tell the sun to stop, he says to him, don't keep quiet. He doesn't say Amor. Amazing. Does any other people, now we know that there's a history from the South American community that the sun did not rise that morning. Unbelievable. Okay, not that we need their support. We believe that it happened. For no other nation would a Kodesh Baruch Hu do this. Now watch. For no other nation would a Kodesh Baruch Hu split the sea. Something which is completely the Malam extraordinary and incredible miracle. Now, listen carefully. Says the base Halevi. There's a very significant difference between the miracles that God performed in Egypt and the miracle that was performed at the Yamsuf. In Egypt, the miracle came about through Hashem punishing the Egyptians. In Parshas, Lech Lecha, Hashem tells Avraham that the nation will treat them as strangers, slaves, and persecute them. They went beyond. Throwing Jewish babies into the sea went beyond. Therefore, they deserve to be punished. Hashem punished them. So all the miracles that came about, the ten plagues in Egypt, including the uh, slaying of the firstborn, all this was to punish Mitzrayim. Now, says the Beis HaLevi, at the splitting of the Red Sea, whoa, we have something very different. Now we have Rachamim. Now that the Jewish people slaughtered the God of Egypt, now that the Jewish people circumcised themselves, as we said at the Pesach Seder, with your bloods, the blood of Mila, which is the person's personal uh, identification with Hashem, and the bloods of uh, the Korban Pesach, which is one's communal uh, identification with Hashem. With these two bloods, we now deserved it. In Mitzrayim, it was Midas Hadin. It was God's judgment against the people of Mitzrayim. Now, on 
the Yam, it was Rachamim. Rachamim to save the Jewish people. And therefore, whoa, watch this. How many psukim are there in the Shira? You'll count, depending on how you count, 18, 19. Now I'd like to ask one question. How many extra psukim, wow, are there in the Torah? And I'd like to suggest that there are none. Oh yeah? So you're going to tell me the very last verse. Rabbi, the Torah says, Kivar, Sisparo, Berichbo, Rosha, Bayot. When Paro's horse, chariots, came in the sea. Vayoshev Hashem Aleyim, Esmei Hayom. Hashem drowned them in the sea. And, Bnei Yisrael, Chubayam, Bayabashah Besoch Hayam. And the Jewish people were saved. That's it. I don't need any more. I'm saying thank you, Hashem, for drowning them, saving us. Why do we have to have the first 18 psukim? Why do we need all these psukim? The last one wraps it up and says it all. Says the Beis HaLevi beautifully. The first 18 psukim, my friends, and this is worthy to share with your friends. The first 18 psukim are really a different theme. The theme is Hashem is doing incredible wonders and we're saying here's the punchline thank you Hashem for doing these wonders through B'nai Yisrael that we were the individuals through whom God was glorified throughout the world every mommy throughout the world giving their baby a bath in the bathtub when Abba came home what's doing today you're not going to believe it the water split Every river, the water split. Everyone knew something magnificent was happening in the world, which never happened before. This is what the Beis HaLevi says. Hashem told Yaakov, this is what materialized on Shvi Shel Pesach. And therefore, how privileged we were and we are today that when we go to Eretz Israel support Eretz Yisrael every which way monetarily through our davening through our pining through our yearning there we are connecting with today the incredible potential for monumental Kiddush Hashem it's a difficult process it's it's birth pangs which are happening now our brothers, some of which are not yet connected, they will be. There are only two kinds of Jews, remember, those who are observing and enjoy the Shabbos and those who are not yet, but they will. They'll see the beauty, and it's our obligation to show it here to our neighbors who are Jewish and not yet, to our co-workers, any which way that you can do it, this is our responsibility. And finally, I just want to close. This is a required reading. Take a look at the Meshachachma on the Pasuk Osef Pele. Hashem did and does wonders. Okay? He says very clearly, bringing the Pasuk in Micha, chapter 7, verse 15, Kimetzeich HaMeyeres Mitzrayim. Just as when you left Egypt, I will show you wonders. Now, what's a wonder? A wonder is something that nobody could have anticipated. And therefore, he says, very interestingly, when the telegraph 
first came out. I'm sorry, it was before my time. But you can only imagine the idea that in one place in the world, you can send a message to another place at the other end of the world. Wow, that was such a, quote, scientific breakthrough at the time. Whoa, it blew everybody's minds. Thereafter, when the telephone came, sure, it was a significant improvement, but it was not appreciated as much because it was a further enhancement of the concept of communicating from one part of the world to the other, and that we have FaceTime, etc., etc. Okay, but that's all building on the original Pella of the telegraph, says the Meshachachma. In the future, the miracles that are going to happen to the Jewish people who make those that occurred in the past pale. In other words, my friends, we have not seen anything yet. Wow, what a wonderful way to leave the Yom Tov, not just invigorated, not just excited, not just having the Afikoman in our mouths and the beautiful lessons and singing and commitment that we have uh, provided for ourselves at the Pesach Seder. But in Hashem, through our counting of the Omer, which we've already done, we will, please God, anticipate with excitement our own communal, personal Kabbalah Satora through the counting of the Omer. And I pray that we should enjoy the last few days, pinch yourself, and say thank you, Hashem, for doing all these wonders through Klau Yisrael. A good Yom Tov to all. Sashira has us. Sashira has us.
J.M. in the A.M. live from Yerushalayim. That's where we are today on this uh, sixth day of Pesach, day five in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Shvishal Pesach is tonight. Candle lighting in New York at 7.10. Make sure you know when things start where you are in New York. 7.10 is candle lighting time. Yisker is set Thursday in Israel. Yisker is set on Wednesday on the, the last day of Pesach here. Uh, but again, uh, eighth day of Pesach is Thursday, and that's when Yisker is said outside of Israel. Eight time cats with Huelo Kenu. You heard Aye Kunstler before that with Az Yashir. 19 minutes before the hour. JM and the AMs. We get set to wrap things up. 
Next, uh, next time you hear from us will be Friday morning with Mayor Furtick. Uh, he'll be um, hosting JM and AM between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Friday morning. And don't forget, we've got an amazing Erev uh, Yom Tov music mix coming at you, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens all day long, starting right after JM and AM, all the way until candlelighting time at 710 in New York. So plenty to keep everybody busy with amazing music. And another great Cholomoy day. I hope you've had an opportunity to spend some of the Cholomoy time with family and friends over the last few days. Uh, and um, I certainly hope you've had that chance. Thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Go to the NSN, Alchem Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, feel free to write to Avrami, af at com again. AF at NahumSiegel.com. He'll take very, very good care of you. That I can guarantee. JM and the AM, Erev Yom Tov, with um, Amiran Dvir and Yishai Lapido together here at JM and the AM. Shevu mechakela Daka veo daka Zman otef bintayim Et kol adhaga Velama mitakevet Velama mechaka Yushevu mechakela Matay at megia Bechol makom bikashti עברתי הבשור, אז מה את מבקשת? תתני לי איזה אות. ולמה מתעכבת? ולמה מחכה? יושב ומחכה לך, מתי את מגיעה? Thank you. 
משוגע, וכאן הכל שוקע, רעש מהומה. מתי את כבר תבואי, גאולה?
מלכים אדירים, כי לעולם
Hot Gadya from an album entitled Hadrash Vaharayon. Before that, you heard Yosef Karduner. I'm here on Dvir and Company in there with the Geula selection, brand new for this year here at JM and the AM. And you are listening to a uh, a uh, Arab Shvi Shal Pesach broadcast as we get set for the final days of Yom Tov. Glad that all of you could join us. Don't forget today is day number five in the counting of the Omer. Today is day number five. Forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Again, today is day number five. A couple of days of Yontif coming up. Uh, seventh and eighth day. Yisker said on the eighth day on Thursday. Um, those of you who are in the New York area, candlelighting at 710. Again, candlelighting is at 710. Make sure you know when things start where you are, depending on what city you're in. And... Um, and get set for an amazing and incredible Yom Tov. This coming Friday, it'll be Mayor Furtick. He's going to be hosting our broadcast starting at 6 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Friday morning, so make sure to join him for that uh, here at JM and the M and the Nachum Siegel Network. And coming up right after this broadcast, a full day of amazing Erev Yom Tov and uh, Pesach music to take you through the day until candlelighting time. I hope you'll stay with us all through the day and enjoy our presentation. 
Again, that's going to be um, all day long, starting right after JM and the AM, just a couple of minutes from now, here on NSN. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world of AlchemSegal.com on the AlchemSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Erev Shvi Shal Pesach. Have a wonderful Yom Tov, everybody. Mayor Ferdig with you on Friday. I, please God, will be with you on Monday. Matis on Sunday morning with JM Sunday. And um, all I could say is that we pray for the for the peace and welfare and health of everybody out there uh, here in Jerusalem as we speak to you from the Holy City before the start of Shvi Shal Pesach. Have a fabulous Yom Tov, and uh, until next time, it's Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.